What's going on, you guys? This is Kevin with God Family and everything else. And today's episode is going to be a quick one, but we want to talk about how should we pray? And that is a question that many of us, uh, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, find to uh, struggle with from time to time. And if we're doing it the right way, or if we're doing it the wrong way, or how should we do it? You know, there there are times where sometimes people want to know if, should our hands be open, closed, or lifted up to God? Do our eyes need to be closed when we pray? Is it better to pray in a church building or out into nature? Should we pray at the gym? Should we pray in the morning? Should we pray next to our bed? Should we pray... While we're eating breakfast, should we pray while we're driving? Should we pray at work? Should we pray in the dark or in the light? You know, many of these questions uh, tend to to tie us down and kind of distract us from what's really important. And to be perfectly honest, the Bible doesn't instruct on the proper way, form we should be praying. What I mean is, is that where what location or if you should do it with your eyes or your hands together your eyes closed open what what not far too often prayer is used as some type of magical formula but that could be further from the truth prayer is pretty much a conversation with god this is the conversation that god wants to have with us he wants to have this with us many, many, many times. He enjoys it. He really does. He wants to hear from us. He really does. And so why not can't we give him our undivided attention every single day of our life? God is deserving of that time. He is deserving because God has blessed us with so much. So why can't we just give him at least five to ten minutes? It should be much longer, to be honest, but God deserves it. Now, we should also understand that God does not answer our prayers based off the way that we pray. Sometimes people use big words. Sometimes people make it sound all like they're spiritually higher than others. Using these fancy words and it's like they're trying to impress God. God's not impressed. He isn't. He isn't at all. He just wants to hear from our heart. Our heart. What we are truly concerned about. Or what we are thankful for. He wants to hear from there. And like, it's it's like God doesn't judge on appearance. He doesn't. He does not. God judges from the heart. And let me go ahead and pull up. Um, where God is actually choosing David and why? Because of David's heart. And so, you know, there are 10 reasons David is called a man after God's own heart. So, Let's let's just go down a few of them. In Acts 13.22, after removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. 
So the the following words describe the heart of David as seen in the own, uh, his own writings. So, like I was saying, God judges us from the heart. He doesn't judge on an appearance. He doesn't judge just how how much you can squat. He doesn't judge how much you can bench. He doesn't judge how fast you can run. The Lord wants to see inside your heart that if you are truly humbled or I can't think of the other word we'll just say humble you know if we're humble, respectful trusting, loving, devoted faithful, obedient and repentant those are those are some of the qualities that God is actually looking for when we when we come to him in prayer so it's not about what position we are in where we're at you know god wants to hear our prayer with those qualities he wants us to be true to him he doesn't want us to treat him like he's some kind of a genie which he's not he wants us to come to him in truth and <clears throat> God does not answer our prayers based on when we pray. We are what position or what position, excuse me, our body is in or in what order we word our prayers. You know, I let, let's just say like this, like whenever I'm talking to the Lord in the morning and just before I'm headed to the gym, how many of you guys ever had that time where you're like praying and then you finish and then you're like, oh. I forgot to pray about this. I forgot to pray about that. And then you just go on with your day. It's kind of like you're using prayer like it's a phone card. And then all of a sudden the minutes ran out. And now you don't have any more minutes to communicate back to God. You're like, oh my gosh. I I, I had your prayer time with you, Lord. And I, now now my time's up. I, I finished my prayer. I can't come back to you until, until later or tomorrow. No, no. God wants us to come to him as much as we can. Prayer is not like a phone card. There's no certain minutes. It's not something that we have to dial in and then enter a code or anything like that. What God wants us to do, he wants us to come to him when we are speaking from our heart. Anytime and anywhere in the day or night, God wants us so if you open up the first john 5 14 15 it says right here and this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have asked of him let me say that one more time the confidence that we have found toward him. Confidence. When we talk to God, that means we're showing that we trust him. We trust that his will is above our will. We can't, again, like I've said earlier, treat God like he's a genie and then say, hey, I want this, I want this, I want this. No. We must come to him with a humble heart, a repentant heart. A respectful and trusting heart. 
and also loving and devoted and plead our case to him and then leave it in his hands because we trust he will do what is right. That is why God wants us to talk to him because he wants that relationship. When we talk to God in prayer, we are strengthening that relationship, knowing that we trust him, that we trust God, that he will do what he sees fit to not only build that relationship, but also build up our spirit. And when we build up our spirit, we, it's, I don't know, it's, it's something that where you feel like, you're like, oh, wow, I can just, my number one option, no matter what trials I face, I can just come to God for anything. And there are times where God's going to tell us to wait when we ask him or make a request. There are times God's going to say no, because he knows better. He knows that it's not the right path for us. And then there's times where God will say yes. But all in all, that is God answering our prayer because he hears us. Let's move on. Let's move to my like my favorite. My favorite book is um, the book of John. Um, I think the reason why it's my favorite book is because it's the book where Jesus is speaking the most. And I love hearing what Jesus has to say. Let's be honest, though, when I first noticed the book of John was on YouTube in the uh it was called the gospel of john and i was real reluctant to click on it because you know how a lot of hollywood movies like to distort the bible or twist it or just make it into something just so they can make it entertaining and not really scripture or biblical but with this i was pleasantly surprised that this is is mostly accurate to scripture that i've i've found um and that's part of the reason why I find the book of John one of my favorites. Um, <clears throat> because I watched this and it made me so into the book of John and just seeing and hearing God speak. Did I audibly hear the uh, real Jesus speak? No, but it was an actor. But God speaks to us all the time through his words. If you want to audibly hear God speak, read it out loud. <laughs> It's true. God speaks to us all the time in his word. But let me let me get back to this. Uh, so back to prayer. In John 14, 13, 14. Here's another uh, thing that we should do when we're when we're talking to God in prayer. It says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, don't get this twisted. God is not saying, come to me and I will go ahead and grant anything that you wish. No. Many people gloss over that and miss the part where it says, my father will be glorified in the son. Glorifying God. So if you sit there and ask for a million dollars just so you can go out and splurge it on video games and stuff, how is that glorifying God? If you ask for... Or a, a house, a big mansion, and you don't open your doors up for people that are in need. How is that glorifying God? If you ask for a better job and then you don't treat that job 
the way that you should because God has gone ahead and blessed you with that new opportunity. How is that glorifying God? Glorifying God is asking asking for things in his will and and asking for him to bless it that will bring glory to his name. So let's go back to the million dollars. You ask for money. Will God give it to you? It is it's up to him. But let's say that God does give it to you. But you turn around and use that money to help others that are in need. And at the same time, sharing the gospel with them. That is glorifying God. Let's say that you get this house. You open it up to people that need it. Let's say they're having trouble finding a place to stay or need to get, use a hotel, but things are booked and they just need a short time, time stay. You open up your doors for them. That is glorifying God. And um, let me just say, I do know a family that has done that. Um, And that is the person that I plan on interviewing and his family. They're just, they're wonderful. That's actually where I was baptized at their house. Um, But they opened up their doors so much to to people. And that's what they've even said. That they had this huge home, but they wanted to give it back to the Lord and have the Lord use it as he sees fit. It was it's such a beautiful home. And they opened it up for for people to glorify God. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. They're such a wonderful family. Uh, and but yeah, like like I said, when you're praying and you're asking, we need to make sure that we're Whatever we're asking for glorifies God and not just so our own personal selfish benefits. Um, so let's go back. What What is the proper way to pray? Now, in Philippians 4, 6, 7, it, it gives us some way of properly praying. It's not talking about doing it in your in your bed or doing it in your in your uh, kitchen or in the car or at work. It's not giving a specific place. It's just saying this when we pray and talk to God: to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we should not come to the Lord anxious, but in tr- we should trust everything that we come to him in prayer. And be thankful that we can come to him in prayer. Be thankful about everything he's taken from us, he's given us, he's, he continues to give us, he continues to work in our life. Opportunities we have every day to grow closer to Him. So that's the proper way of praying. Not in different positions or anything like that. Nothing said, not saying anything's wrong with closing your eyes and putting your hands together, but that doesn't earn you brownie points. It doesn't make you holier than other people. What we should do is come to Him. From our hearts, not from our lips. Speak to the Lord from our hearts. That's what He cares about. You see, the reason why I was bringing this up is because, like I said in the morning, there's times where I'm praying and I'm just sitting there. I'm stuck. I'm like, 
I have so many things I want to tell you, Lord, but I don't know where to begin. And then so I start to pray. And then once I'm finished, I'm like, oh, I forgot to pray about this. Oh, I forgot to say this. No. The Holy Spirit, again, intercedes and he hears our prayers and our groans. And he, he delivers that message to God. But again, as long as we come from our heart, God hears us. He hears us. But that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. And I hope you uh, go ahead and give this a listen. So we can grow our prayer relationship with the Lord. And have better communication with Him daily. He's deserving. Truly deserving. Well, this is uh, Kevin, your host with GFE Podcast. GFE meaning God, family, and everything else. Again, God is centered in this whole podcast. So if you guys can, please go over to my YouTube channel. That is GFE Video Podcast. And I like to make videos as well. Please go ahead and click that like, share button. I would really appreciate your support. Uh, I'm trying to go ahead and get this growing. I know um, that we can do it with the with the Lord's blessing. And I'm continuously praying to the Lord and asking if he can bless this channel, bless this podcast, just so we can go ahead and reach more people. I still have a lot to learn as I'm doing this. But I'm hoping that we can all learn in this together. I want to glorify God's name in the best way that I know how. And if this is the way to do it, I pray and ask God if he can go ahead and continue strengthening me and holding me accountable as well. Because I don't want to share any misinformation and anything about the Lord. Um, I want to make sure that God provides me the strength, the wisdom, and the knowledge that I can do my homework and do what is right. All right. Well, God bless and tune into the next channel. Uh, excuse me, next episode, um, next episode will be about fitness from a biblical perspective. This is Kevin, GFE Podcast. I'm out.